Hello, everyone. Welcome to 30, Birdie, and Friendship. I'm Whitney Ensom. And I'm Aliyah Bogdanoff. And we're back for episode two of season two. So we've been talking about social media and um, just our thoughts on the influence and where we both fit in personally with it. So um, we hope you can uh, relate. You have to relate. You are one of the people who are on social media, I'm sure, so you have <laughs> to. how you know about this. <laughs> that bitch, you found us. You just, like, crawled out of a cave and decided to search for What's awesome Instagram? podcast. <laughs> Instagram and Facebook. So, anyway. Well, um, so, something I've been thinking about is um, with what I post on mm-hmm. social media. So, for me, it's mostly Instagram because I like taking photos, and sometimes Facebook, and um, kind of how my self-esteem is um, affected by likes or not likes. Right. And would I say what I say if I didn't get anyone liking my post? Because sometimes that's happened. Yeah. Maybe like one or two people. There's always your faithful. There's, I do have my faithful. I have a faithful aunt who always likes my stuff. And I'm like, thanks, auntie. <laughs> my mother and my sister, I swear. <laughs> and that you just know, like, whatever you post, they just love you. They just love you. And you could be just be the, you know, not most inspiring thing. And they just, they love everything about you. So shout out to our people. <laughs> to our faithful support. <laughs> Dory, who always <laughs> likes our thanks, episodes. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's talk about, like... I don't know what what impact that has on us. So, I guess it's just it it has me thinking lately about what I'm posting. Yeah. The motive behind it, and am I okay with the response or non-response that I get? Yeah. How do I be authentic with it? How do I be myself without one looking like I have it together? Yeah. Or two, caring. Yeah, caring so much about what people think. I am so much more comfortable with Facebook. I think I'm a little mm. bit more of the Facebook era because I feel like you can make more mistakes on Facebook. <laughs> Super, you can <laughs> post you can an, edit it. You can no, you can post an unfiltered photo and people aren't like, really? Oh, yeah. You want that to be one of your Insta photos? Okay, <laughs> this started <laughs> because somebody told me like two years ago I didn't have an Instagram, and they told me that I am not Instagram material. I'm sorry, what? It was like a, a group of young 20s Ew. girls at my work, and um, I'm, I wasn't upset. I wasn't hurt personally. Or maybe I was. I, I don't know. You remember it, so it's probably <laughs> it hurtful. Out because they said, you're not really Instagram material. You wouldn't do good on Instagram because you post so many pictures of your children, and Instagram oh. is not like Facebook. You're not just like gushing about your life and talking about everything you're doing instagram is a little more polished and you have to and they told me like you have to be careful about how much you post and like if Mm. you want to be instagram in on the insta in you have to like it is a thing oh it's a thing and then you're the 20 year olds know the there are these silent rules yeah there are these rules that i don't follow 30s now i just (laughs) feel like okay so now i have these rules i have these rules if it is a really awesome photo, like it's like photography good photo even of okay. my kids because that's a lot of my stuff, then it goes on Instagram and Facebook. If it is just mediocre, it goes on only Facebook. If it is less than that, then it goes on my story. Okay, but how are you supposed to know if it's wonderful These- or mediocre? You just look at it and you think like, could I frame this and would other people think it was great even if it wasn't their child? That's what I think. Like, is it artistic-y of a photo where you're like, oh, that's beautiful. I don't have to know that child to think that's beautiful. That's so strange. Okay, so they learned, okay, they okay, taught me okay. these rules. The, 20s, the 20-somethings know, apparently. They taught me these rules, and it really affected me. And then I got the, I, I still remember when I got my Instagram, and I was like, this is the coolest thing yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. it was so cool. It is cool. And, um, and then I tried to follow those rules and it's really interesting to me because it's about fitting in for me. Mm, it, tell me more. It's about not coming off as the dumb mom. I'm going to use that word. Dumb. The dumb mom who just posts a bunch of photo about her kids of nothing. So I usually try to post very contextual. Context, what am I trying to say? Context, full of context. Sure. 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 Something that has a lot of context. Substance. Substance. So. Sure. You know me. I tend to post a lot of things about my kids doing really yeah. naughty, funny things. It's hilarious. Like it's when hilarious. McCoy got you know eggs on the floor. There's and so many. Colored, Nova colored herself with markers the other yesterday. day. So yeah. I think that's hilarious. That's not Instagram worthy. 
Uh, some of it is if I get a good photo, apparently. Oh. But if I don't get a good enough photo of it, if it's a little blurry or if it's not super perfect, then it has to only go on Facebook or my story. Wait, who made up these rules? They're, they're I silent was, rules. I was on Instagram from, like, the beginning. I didn't keep any of those photos, but I was on it in, like, 2012. Whoa! I know, when those weird filters with the film around it. I think that still exists, but... And the blurry photo, because it was, like iPhone number three, which is like terrible quality of photos. And I thought I was still pretty cool. So apparently I've been... You were breaking rules from the beginning. Man. They were invented after us. Do you know that people keep track of who likes their photos? And if you haven't... Yes. I mean, like, these people get like hundreds of likes. Yes. And they go and they look at all of them and they mentally track. Yes. I've had people defriend me. (gasps) No, but like these two hikers that I would like pictures of. Apparently, REI, like, tags them now. I'm not going to say who they are. But they, um, they unfriended me. Because? Because I didn't like their photos enough, or maybe my photos were, because at that point, my Instagram was, was personal and about my, my hiking. Okay. So it was kind of, it was public. Yeah. But now my, my personal one is private, and my hiking one isn't. The point is, apparently, I didn't make the cut, because I didn't post about enough hiking things or I didn't like their photos. So one day I'm like, oh, yeah, how's this person doing? And I, like, couldn't find them for a minute. Oh, my gosh. Well, I I was still following them. It was a really weird moment. So I go, okay, I guess I'm going to defriend you if you defriended me. I felt hurt. Like, I thought you really liked me. But they didn't. (laughs) But you didn't like them enough. I guess not. And so, yeah, that's a thing. And they keep, I don't know how much energy you get. There's, like, thousands of people on people's. How do you keep track of who? How do you have like that a much chart. energy? Does that all they maybe do? Like an Excel day? sheet, or maybe there's a separate app. Oh my god! These people have liked that your stuff the lowest. Really exhausting. Oh, that sounds absolutely exhausting. I consider myself to be someone who posts a lot. I do. I get made fun of for it. I don't make fun of you. I think your pictures of your children are hilarious. Yeah, well, you're super supportive of me, but my family makes fun of me, and it was really funny because it came out while we were playing a, a card game. Uh huh. There's this game. Can't remember what it's called right now, but they have these funny things that you read on them, like who in the group would be most likely oh, sure. to fall off a cliff yeah. or trip and yeah. blah, 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 who would be most likely. And it said who in the group, and what you do is you all point at somebody. And it's hilarious oh. because you go one, two, three, and everybody points and you just laugh. That's hilarious. Because you find out people's real opinion about you. Yeah. And so we were playing this game at, I think it was at Thanksgiving, and um, we're all sitting around laughing. And then there was like, who... What was the, I think it was like, who crafts, that was the word, who crafts their social media presence the most? And I went, one, two, three, and everybody <gasps> pointed at me. And I got to tell you, I had no idea that that I was like an of opinion you. of me that I, because I post a lot. And I started, it didn't hurt my feelings. I started laughing. Like, you guys all think I craft? You're like, I don't well, I post for my social media. Craft? Like, 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 I'm like. It sounds so creative. It sounds like, so creative. I, like, I'm really putting thought into this. I'm like, I just find thing, moments in my life hilarious. And sometimes I'm laughing so hard. I love laughter. Yeah. So I like to share it with people. Right. And I also like sharing moments and things we do out. I, I get pe- a lot of people who tell me in person, like, I love that you post about stuff your family yeah. does. Like, I get a lot of really positive feedback. Yeah. So it's been something that I've always done, but I'm crafty, apparently. Add that to your list of <laughs> things. on my resume. About you. Crafts <laughs> or social media presence well. But there are people who do craft, I think. Yeah. I think there are people, like we were talking about earlier before we started this podcast episode about it kind of came up for you of um this idea of like the real stuff that we show versus the the perception that we want people to have of us yes I I don't see a lot of that maybe I don't follow enough moms I don't know it's very momish when you get in the mom culture I and I think I try to make sure I don't do that I'm not a mom but like of my life and how it's not this magical place where I just like frolic everywhere <laughs> and go on trips and hike and like have great friends. You could, it's like, yeah. Cause you could really craft this. I like, could, oh look at gosh. me. I'm outdoorsy. I do all these amazing, incredible yes. adventures. And I've been very self-aware of that in the last few months, I think of how my life is different from a lot of people. Mm. A lot of my friends, um, who are parents and who don't do a lot of those things. And, no. And I never, I mean, 
So I was joking earlier about how you came over, you're at my apartment, and how I didn't do all of my dishes, and how I kind of cleaned, and how that was a really big deal for me, and how I didn't try to have it all together. And that I think I'm just trying to do that more of, even with social media, like how am I, like how, how real is it for us to have everything clean all the time, to have all of these great relationships where nothing, we're never sad, we're never dealing with mm. the heaviness of life, of of loss, of grief, whatever we're going through, that's just not real. And yeah. I don't want to be that person. But I think social media has a good way. It has an op- We have an opportunity. Yeah. We have a really good opportunity to show people the best parts of us. Yeah. And I love the best like I what I love about the people in my life is the best stuff and the not so good stuff yeah and I think some every once in a while because I think about this a lot too because mm-hmm. uh, yeah I am in the mom world mm-hmm. and I feel like I have a lot of friends who are moms there's some people who I'm friends with on social media Facebook even yeah who I've only seen in person like once but we're like kind of social media close like <laughs> yeah. we comment constantly and I feel like I have this like online relationship with them about being a mom and I've noticed that there's kind of this two-directional way that you can go with with sharing your family Mm -hmm. and I have people who who I know who share really and I wouldn't say overshare but like they they're really good at finding the balance between like these are my children they're beautiful I love being a mother Mm -hmm. I love the things I get to do this is a part of my life I'm exploring it's very different Mm because you do everything for someone else right and crafting that in a way that's like I'm actually enjoying being a mom absolutely and then sharing the struggles of being a mom because it's full of a lot of poop and snot mm-hmm. and crying for no reason yeah and it can just make you want to pull your hair out right actually there's three directions there's, just, there's the fake one there's the real one and then there's the wino one which yeah, is like yeah. all I do is drink because my children drive me crazy <laughs> and I don't like that one because I feel like, like this that's is terrible like I I'm just, an alcoholic and yeah. it's funny I don't yeah, find no. that funny at all no um be, mostly because like I feel like it gives this wrong message about what motherhood is about yeah. yes it does drive you crazy sometimes but like there's this middle ground where you can actually yeah. share your experience about life yeah. and it feels very supportive Yes, because other moms who, who see stuff you post mm-hmm. and think you're amazing and think you're this great mom based on what you post and then all of a sudden you post about your struggle and they're like, mm-hmm. wow, I relate to you so much yeah. and thank you for, um, like I've, we've sent each other messages like, thank you for being real about what you're that. really experiencing because you live in a nice house and you have a your husband makes good money and you could just really make us all feel really Mm -hmm. small Mm -hmm. because you're just this incredible mother, but like you don't make us feel small. You make us feel very heard. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I, we don't, none of us really have it together. And I, I think that there's like a line of how real do we be? Yeah. How, how much do we post? Yeah. And is is what I'm sharing, like, is it too much information? Like, that's just a thing we need to ask. Like, what, what is the content? Yeah. But then, am I being my authentic self? Or am I trying to put off this perception of perfection? Yeah. Because that's just not real. And I don't think that's what we're in community for. <laughs> we're in each other's lives to, with, with the good and the bad times. Yeah. And, um, how do we... How do we show that in our social media presence without being self-deprecating or loathing or whatever, but also not being this happy-go-lucky person? How do we balance that and, you know, share and connect? But I don't know. I think it's different for each of us. Well, we were saying earlier, uh, social media is not going to go away. No. And I know people who decide not to be on social media, and that's totally fine. Yeah. But... It is a, another form of communication. It's it's part of our lives, and yep. it's going to get even more part mm-hmm. of our lives as generations mm-hmm. continue. And it's not about trying to get rid of it, and that's the solution mm-hmm. because we're never going to go back to a time without it. No, it's you know Instagram, and Facebook aren't shutting down anytime soon, mm-hmm. and Twitter. I don't have a Twitter, I don't so either. I'm I don't not. I'm not it. witty enough for Twitter. Do you, do you tag them? Do you? <laughs> 
reply at them? Like, do they reply at you? What does it even mean? What does it mean to be retweeted? Well, I've heard people that have been retweeted by famous people. Uh, That would make me feel like a million dollars. And I'm like, you're famous. Yeah, something. I'd feel like a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, I'm important enough to be retweeted by this celebrity. (laughs) It's basically like someone's quoting you. It like if somebody, confusing. like if Brene Brown was like, Whitney and someone oh, said, my, you'd pee your pants. My, I would. Like I'm pissing all over myself right now out of joy. I would be like Warmest joy ever. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that would be myself. retweeting. Yeah, okay. Okay. So I can see how that would be a feeling. Other than that, <laughs> I don't care about anybody else. <laughs> Give me the photos. Right. I'll leave you with your Twitter. Um, but yeah, it's not going away. It's not going away. So we're not going to try to fix it by like getting rid of it or I think it's about really understanding and just looking at ourselves. It's it's like our behavior that we do outside Mm -hmm. of social media, like in real life, human, like real life. Uh Like what I, okay. When I used to go to like, I say parties, I've never really been to a party, Mm. but like, you know, a gathering, (laughs) I would walk in the room and I always had to be the center of attention. Mm. And I always had to be the person who's like, hey, everyone. Blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, yeah. I, I would like be made fun of because I always stand in the middle of the circle because I just loved <laughs> like the fact of everyone's like around me. I'm the entertainment, mm-hmm. you know. And there was a day in my 20s where I had to ask myself why I did that and what was my motivation and what yeah. was I gaining? Was I really even connect? No, I wasn't connecting with anybody. Like mm-hmm. if you asked me what anyone said that day, I don't know. I was only paying attention to myself because it was all about me feeling really good about me and me feeling you know, like fulfilled and, and feeling like I was loved by others. Noticed. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I have to do those same questions about the mm. way I run my social media. Of like interesting. My husband would ask like, why do you post within five minutes of that happening? Like, yeah, we went somewhere today. Sometimes you're posting the photos like when we're in the car leaving. We haven't even buckled our seatbelts yet. And you're right. like, oh, these are great photos. Like, and it's like, yeah. There's a little bit of an anxiety that I get to mm. really get it out there mm-hmm. and make sure people know I'm doing things. Right. Like if I don't post enough about the friends that I have, am I, do I really have friends? I even, the theory of, <laughs> oh my gosh, people worrying whether people know that they're still with somebody. Sure. Have you ever checked someone's social media no. to see if they're still dating someone? Like, ooh, are they still dating? I've gone to people's social media and be like, I don't see any recent photos of them. It's been a while. They must be over. They must be over. They're not social media. Some people just don't post. Yeah. And they just don't post as much as some of us. And they still have thriving relationships (laughs) and great friendships. And they're probably just not posting. I knew someone who posted constantly about how amazing their relationship with their husband was. Oh, that's never a good sign. And they got for shortly after yeah that's but that's like thing, it was right? so you much post. like you would buy her social media you would I have know. never ever thought that anything was going on but that's that anxiety yes. about let me show you versus what's what's real so right if i show the world enough of these things and that means it's true when really maybe more secure people <laughs> don't <laughs> do that as much i don't know i don't know i, I it's not I don't think you can put people in a box, but I no. think it's just, it's interesting behavior. The people, yeah. the way people choose to, uh, act, portray themselves online. It's, I think it's just an extension of how they already act in person. Yeah. It's already an extent. Cause why would you behave differently than who Mm-mm. you really are? That's true. So if you're somebody like me, I share a lot of information. I talk a lot. I share a lot about my kids. If you see me in person, that's pretty much what you're going to get. Right. Like you're going to get a very similar right. Right. experience with me either right. online or face-to-face. Right. I'm yeah. a little intense. Yeah. <laughs> I talk a lot. <laughs> I love about you, though. <laughs> but, like, that's, that's – it's, a, that's it's a format, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. of expression for me. Yeah. And then there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah. there's people, I'm sure, who are inspired by my hiking or my – deep thoughts with my pictures <laughs> but I still wonder if I'm like people actually care about what I'm writing but it means something to me yeah but I think like you're yeah that is an extension of me and maybe less posts sometimes of people not because I don't have I have friends but <laughs> don't worry <laughs> don't worry I have friends um but like as an introvert like not always doing things and not always yeah. like posting about it I do those things but sometimes those moments don't get captured 
on camera and I, do they people, we don't even say camera anymore on my phone. Um, so yeah, I think that you're right. It, I think it is an extension of who we are as a person. So when I post, you know, is that something that I want to post regardless of who gives me positive feedback? This is right. part of, this is an extension of who I am and what I enjoy doing, what I think about the people yeah. I spend time with. And I think that's, that's a totally okay thing. So we're all crafting. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing everyone in to but, the crafting. But, but that's not all, a bad thing. Yeah, they're all done in different ways. Yes. They're all, we're all crafting just like we craft our personality. And not, maybe sometimes we're not as authentic. And that's okay. But maybe we ask ourselves, like, what's, what kind of image am I creating? Yeah. Am I, am I really struggling with the difficulties of parenting or difficulties of life in general and just kind of putting the good things out there? Right. Am I, I want to yeah. connect with the people yeah. that are being real. Like some of my favorite posts are, I follow this gal, Ann Voskamp, and I just love the realness that she has, the way she writes. It inspires me to write. I love writing. Yeah. Um, that makes me want to, to share those things. But things have been difficult in, in my life. And not that I want to dwell on those things, but look what's happened. Look what God's done. Look what these... Look what's happened since these painful things. Yeah. And, and I think that sometimes we just don't really have an opportunity to have those kind of conversations. And I try to. You, we talked about this earlier. I'm, yeah. I can have very deep conversations very easily. But, you know, what am I trying to put online? Do I really need to? And, yeah. Am I trying to impress people or not? Right. And there's um, – we talk about – what are we – it's like a, almost like when you post something – what am I trying to think of Whitney? You know my thoughts. When I'm trying to put, when I post something, I think it's going to be a hit, and then it's not. Oh yeah. There's like a shame involved. Yeah. What I'm do we just call not it? as like relevant. The, that like guilty, where you're like, oh, I should have never. Vulnerability hangover. Yeah, vulnerability hangover. You're like, oh, I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Or even if it wasn't something vulnerable, but you were being vulnerable because you thought it was going to be really, mm-hmm. you were going to get a good response or a big response, and then people don't and, respond. And then you're like. Am I, did I do something wrong? Am I not relevant? Am I not relevant? Am I not, you know, do people not look at me and think that I'm important or, you know. Not as important as I think that I am in people's lives. Yeah. There's a lot of, I think, feelings and thoughts and perspectives that we gain from the response that we have online. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were talking earlier about how, you know, it's the same as if you were to go to, an event where you knew a bunch of people mm-hmm. and you sat in the corner the whole time and you thought you were going to have this really great time with yeah. people you knew and people really didn't respond to who you mm-hmm. are and you kind of were a loner the whole mm-hmm. time. It's that same feeling. It's just oh, done yeah. and through a different venue. Oh, yeah. And um, I find myself the same way, like <laughs> writing a post and I'm sitting there writing, deleting, writing, deleting. Like, no, mm-hmm. that's not clever. No, that sounds stupid. Yeah. Like, worried about what I'm putting out there because what if it doesn't get a response? Right. And the answer isn't always then don't put it out and it's yeah. not put everything that you're thinking. So the answer is like, why does it bother yeah. you? Why are you so concerned? Right. Why, you know, uh, it, it's this new social aspect of like, why does it matter mm-hmm. how many? Why does it matter why how does many? It matter? Because it's, it's okay. response. Mm-hmm. Like, what if tomorrow you had a million likes on a photo that you posted? Oh, that's scary. <laughs> that change? And all of a yeah. sudden, like, on Instagram, you had, let's say, all of a sudden you gained 30,000 followers overnight. Oh, my gosh. And you were a hit. Yeah. You would probably feel pressure, like, I need to go on a hike because I got to get a photo up. Yeah. I got to impress people more. Yeah. I got to go do And the something. hiking, you would just be so worried about that darn photo. Yeah. For hiking. Yep. Yeah. I've heard about this. Jaw, okay, there's a uh, jawline. It's a documentary oh. about social media um a couple of like people who are trying to be like social media big. Yeah. yeah and it it follows um a young man who's trying to get out of a small town by being a social media influencer oh. like he's trying to get famous from it it's very interesting oh. and another guy who's actually is a social media manager and he lives in this big fancy house in la and he has a bunch of like really attractive young guys who live there and all he does all day is crafting all of their social media presence and they they are like they've hired him what? and this and they actually tour they do tours and they see fans in different cities Whoa. these are just people who are only famous online and he kind of like walks in the room and he's like okay you john i need you to get on and do a video about your three least favorite things that girls say in a date 
And then he, like, goes on and posts that. He's usually like, I don't feel like it. And he's like, get on there. I told you. You need to get at least 1,200 likes, you know. Or like, hey, Steve over there, you need to do a flip uh, with your shirt off. And And these guys have this manager who consciously just tells them what to do. And they live in this fancy house. And they all, and he just makes the money. That's all he does. I don't know how to feel about that. It's really interesting documentary, oh. and you see this behind the scenes. It's really sad. Yeah, Be- that's the feeling I have. I feel sorry for. I feel sad for them like, because it's, none of it's real. Reality. And when you see their end, none of it is real. No. But then you, the fans, come up to them at these events that they do, and these girls. Are like you saved me from committing suicide last year. Gosh. You inspired me to connect with others, and, and they feel so seen by these connected to people they don't even know. They don't even know because huh. these guys come on, and he'll be like, "I want you to get on and post a inspirational video. I don't know, tell them they're loved or something." And these guys just come on. They're like, "I just want you to know today, you are loved and worthy, and I care about you, uh, and I see you." And I'm like, uh, you don't see them. You, you see don't nothing. Even know. Anybody. And these girls feel like they owe their life to these guys. It's frightening. And it's so, it is a new epidemic of social media. We're so connected, but yet we're not connected. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, do, what do we all want? <laughs> do we want to be that? Right now we're like, what, what do we want? Do, we, do you want that? No. No. No, I want to inspire people, but I also don't want to be, I don't know what I would do if my blog, because I do want to, my goal is, and this isn't a plug, by the way, for my blog, you can visit if you want to, but it's more about like, you know, inspiring other women to go out and travel and do this solo hiking thing. But like you said, I don't know what I would do if a bunch of people all of a sudden started following. So in reality, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But what I want to be about are my authentic, real relationships where I can sit down with someone and drink tea and be real and have, like, real interactions. Followers are cool, but I just want to be authentic. I don't know how... How many followers is authentic? I don't know. No, not a a (laughs) million. Not a million. Maybe we don't have an answer. Maybe there is no answer to that. But let's just do what we feel good about i don't know i bring it up because i feel like there's this desire to have it yeah but like when you really have it it's not it's it's kind of disillusioned like it's really not it doesn't it it ought to for some people it brings them a lot of fulfillment yeah but i don't imagine that that's long lasting right it's not something of substance it's like popularity in high school yeah like i had a year where i was i don't want to say i was popular i would say i was popular with the unpopular Mm. it was like my junior year I figured out like this formula (laughs) on how to get everyone to like you and you know what it is you mirror people Mm. because people are most fascinated with themselves (laughs) so psychological in high (laughs) school it's sad but no I would I spent my junior year really mirroring people and just becoming whatever they wanted Mm. and I made a lot of friends like I mean like I was super well known but yeah. not one person knew anything about me. Mm. And then my senior year, I flipped that, and I decided to not do that anymore. And I lost basically everyone. Mm. I mean, like, lost. Like, no one really was really that interested in spending time wow. with me or saying hi to me or talking to me. I, I kind of barred down to, like, five or six friends. Yeah. And um, and maybe not even that much. I think I only had, like, a couple of people that I really mm-hmm. spent time with. But I decided to stop just being what everybody wanted and I was so happy because the feeling of popularity that I had the year before Mm. was so empty because I would have these really low days but I couldn't actually experience them I would just put on a face I'd give the people what they wanted you wouldn't have anybody to connect in those difficult moments someone to listen they're all about themselves yeah, because I would just mirror them. Yeah. I would just be what they wanted. So, yeah. so that's, Popularity isn't everything. It's really not. And likes don't equal to our worthiness. How much likes we get or comments or whatever doesn't... Uh, we might feel it does, right, in that moment. Yeah. But in reality, it doesn't actually... It ought to not change how we feel about our self-worth and yeah. who we are as people that maybe they didn't see it. That's what I think. Maybe they didn't see it or maybe... It didn't hit as, like, there wasn't as much of a response from them 
And that's okay though. That doesn't mean that we're loved any less or that we're less worthy. It just means that for some reason that post didn't get as many, not as many people saw it or liked it or felt connected, but that's okay. Yeah. Right? Like that has to be okay. Otherwise, why, you know, we can't build our whole foundation on people's responses to what we put out there. Right. Even if they're the most amazing photos of our children, of the mountains, even though we really are happy about them, yeah. if other people aren't as much or don't show the same enthusiasm, does that still mean that we're relevant? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, I hope so. I, I believe that. Yeah, I, I I think it's one of those things you look back even at like the relationships you kept in your life. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's the same kind of question. Like you look back and say, like we often talk about mm-hmm. the way we ran friendships Right, four years ago. Oh gosh, versus now. Oh gosh, I mean, so, so much has changed. So much. I used to not ever really, yep, express myself um, in friendships, mm-hmm. or I had a really hard time saying what I really thought. Mm-hmm. I really, again, I yep. kind of kept up that like I just wanted people, yep, to feel good about who I was and yep. like me and want to spend time with me. But there was always this inner conflict because they would want to spend time with me, but. I wasn't being really me. And so deep down, I felt like, do they really want to spend time with me? Or are they mm-hmm. want to spend time with this person I've created? Right. And nowadays, when I like get close to people, mm-hmm. I'm so intentional about trying to be real with them. Yeah. Because um, now I'm not scared of them going, you know, I don't like that. Yeah. I know what? I don't like you. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's, that's okay. okay. If you don't want to spend time with me. It's better we figure out that out now yeah. than, you know, me faking it for six years and then it all kind of fizzing. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think it's a really big challenge for us to, one, know ourselves. Yes. Deep enough to, like, know who we are. Mm-hmm. And then, two, to be secure enough and ready to share it with other people. Yeah. Um, because there's just such this ap- epidemic of, like, do people really love, care, Mm-hmm. and think about me am I really relevant am I really you know am I liked by people yes and how do we measure that yeah is that even measurable or is that something that we we know because of the way they show us this time they spend with us the way they reach out right and it's not yeah things have, things change I, I hope that we all continue to grow and how we feel about ourselves and therefore the friends that we make. Yeah. I'd rather them know. Yeah, I'd rather people know, like, you know, you don't have to tell them everything at once, but I spend a lot of time, yeah, crafting this. I've got it together. It's okay. Mm-hmm. And then when things weren't okay, you kind of find out who I found out, my people. Yeah. And most of them actually were still my people. Yeah. And I think we don't realize just how much of an impact we make in people's lives. Mm until we kind of get outside of ourselves and reflect on, no, I know that I'm loved and it's not reflecting in likes or or maybe they just are busy for a while. Like I know that I'm still someone that is, that is loved and, um, I don't have to craft anything. Right. Just have to be myself and the people that are my people will stick around and I'll love them for who they are too, even when they're a mess. And that's really what, Caring about people is is about those messy times too. Yeah, I really I like to think about the people I really respect online. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect people who are do give an authentic feeling to who mm-hmm. they are. Um, who yes. are just as good about posting about the hard times in a way that's like not a complaining way. Because no. I know people who are like today sucked at work, yeah. and you're like. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. I hope your boss doesn't follow you. (laughs) I hope that your coworkers do not see that you hate your job. Right. Uh, But, you know, uh, the people I really respect are the ones who take time to think about how their words affect others. Mm -hmm. You know, saying like, hey, if you're struggling today, you need to know that there are all days that we struggle. Yes. And... Um, we're all trying to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Like all of us, even the most secure people yes. that l- will look secure, look they're secure. trying to figure it out. Yep. They're trying to figure out. And I feel like as a mom, you know, at my age and with what I have to work with, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to ever be Instagram famous for being 
beautiful or being in a bikini. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would ever wear a bikini. Mm-hmm. I only wear bikinis when I'm pregnant because, dang it, that belly gets to be out. <laughs> but when I'm not pregnant, no, nobody wants to know what's happening. And that's okay with me. But, like, I'm never going to be somebody who gets followers that's, or gets yeah. – you know what I mean? You hear thing. what I'm saying? It's like I'm never going to gain no. – anything on Instagram or on social media based on how I look. No. That time is over for me. Sure. That my my peak years social media wasn't big <laughs> enough. <laughs> really missed out on the bathing suit era of my life. But and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. But I'm saying is like it is like, you know, I know that about myself yeah. and I know that. But for me it's like what is it that that I want to represent mm-hmm. online because it is exactly. a, it is something that everybody sees about me. Yep. And for me, it's always been, I want people to look at my life and see the good things, yeah. you know, see that like, I care about my family so much. I love my children. Yeah. I enjoy my children. Dang it. They make me struggle yeah. because that's real life. Right. But then I also find um, relief in laughing about it mm-hmm. and that like, I could have like a total meltdown about, my son who shoved, did I ever tell you about the time he shoved a foam football down the toilet and tried to flush it because <laughs> no. he thought it looked like a poop and it swelled up and got stuck in the toilet? No. Yeah, and I, my brother-in-law had to come over. No. He, because my husband was out of town, he fed a hose through the Shut window, the which door. is really high up, down through, and then had to create a vacuum seal to shove the football out. No. The worst part, when he retrieved it, he threw it at me, and I caught it. And he said, "Do you Toilet want water. this back?" And I was like, "This is a poop football. I don't want poop. this." But like that for me was a really frustrating moment. Yeah. And I try to turn those moments yeah. into laughter. Right. Like how funny it is that my son thinks this is poop, and he tried to flush it instead of like mm-hmm. just getting so frustrated that he created this problem in my right. life that I can't solve. Because there's other poop footballs out there. There's many poop footballs. Like, everybody has poop footballs. <laughs> Maybe not really the poop footballs. And I post about things like that because I want other... Relate. Yeah, I want other moms yep. who are stressed out and are having a rough week and maybe their husbands are out of town and they don't yep. have the support that they need. Right. When their kid does something really rando, yeah. I want them to remember, like, I have a choice. Yep. I can get really mad about this yep. or I can laugh. Yep. And I hope they laugh. I'm sure they do. You have some pretty funny photos of your kids. <laughs> My son is the worst. He he really is. He really is. He, yeah. He's he the gives best me tons and the worst of content all at the same time. So much content. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's what I want from what I post. I love that. I want people to feel calmed. I want them to find moments of laughter in their chaotic yeah. life. Okay, I like that. What do you want? I want people to feel inspired mm. and seen and validated. Mm. Do you ever want people to like, okay, this is what you make me want. When I what? watch your stuff, I'm always like, oh, I want to go outside. <laughs> and I don't go outside. <laughs> but you make me want to go outside. Yeah, I want people to feel the same peace and mm-hmm. healing that I've felt being outdoors. And and then there's times where I have those deep, you know, mm. moments where I post something that I want people to know that it gets better. Mm. Like that things don't always have to be the way that, they have been and we can find joy and contentment and purpose mm. even when things suck. And I think that but I think a lot of that has come from for me being real with people and being outdoors. That has yeah. been so wonderful. So yeah, I want <laughs> I have some friends I got together re- with recently and they were like, "You know, I really don't have any interest in that." <laughs> All three of them and I was like, I was thinking, "You know what?" That's okay. Like, that's yeah. just not who they are. They yeah. are inside people. And yeah. they like books and people and dogs and <laughs> grandchildren and indoors. And But I know that they feel, they, they love seeing me joyful yeah. and me sing, being happy. So I think it's just, if you, if you, if you want to do those things, I, I hope to inspire people to, to, to be adventurous, to be um, outside. So, yeah, I think that's what I'm crafting without being too crafty because there are also times where I wear the wrong footwear and I sprain my ankle or I get lost (laughs) or I get other people lost and being real about about that so it's not always wonderful 
Right. So. And I think it's important to remember those things when we're feeling insecure about what we're posting and we're feeling like we're not getting the response we hoped and we're feeling Mm -hmm. small Mm -hmm. because I don't think those feelings start with social media. No, I think it is just a venue for us to feel that way. It's amplified. It just turns the volume up on our insecurities. It's like, Hey, are you feeling like you're not noticed today? Let me show you. Why don't you post a picture and why doesn't everybody just say, You suck. (laughs) And then why don't you just feel it all at once? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are the worst. You're the worst. (sighs) Because we all know that feeling. And and we all have heard the statistics on, like, this new generation, how they're all dopamine-deprived because they're, like, crazy. Brains are shrinking. Because they're staring at their phones. They're addicted. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I heard that. I heard that. Like, the gray matter is shrinking. (gasps) And then this person goes, but I wouldn't really give away my my smartphone. I'm like, I wouldn't either. (laughs) My brain is <laughs> shrinking. I know. But I would never. So yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah. So that is, I just, I find it fascinating. You could, someone could tell you, like, if you, if they could come out with a study tomorrow that said, um, study had just been released. If you spend more than 45 years looking at your phone, you die. <laughs> like instantly. And people would be like. Well, I've been looking at my phone for 15 years. I oh, good. I've got another 30 more. I think I could fit a good amount of... Yeah. People would, like, not stop. No. And that's the and thing. And people are us. I just... <laughs> that's not all of those yes. people. We are connected yes. to this. This is not going away. No. And I love... Uh, shout out to Ashley Goldsmith, who's... Shout out. Shout out. She's, like, the smartest girl ever. She's a young, up-and-coming, smarty yes, pants. Yes. She did a really great, like, uh, social media awareness... Um, what would you call it? Like, she posted videos. She started the discussion. Mm. And I loved it because her questions were like, why do you post what you post? What is it? What does it make you feel when you post things and people don't respond? She has all these really deep questions. I absolutely adored everything she did about it because she's a little bit more of an age where they're so more like more so affected emotionally by it and psychologically. And she just like got her fingers in there, like got all like, let's rummage through all this crap and like really ask ourselves, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. And I just have so much respect for her because it affects her generation even more. She's like, I think 19 or 20 or 21. Oh. Sorry, Ashley, I don't know how old you are. They I always think never... you're 35. But yeah, oh. like they're, they don't, they have never not known Exactly. It. We're like, we, you know, like I'm, I've only been on Instagram for like yeah. a year maybe. Yeah. And Facebook before that, I think maybe only eight years. Mm-hmm. So I have a social life that yes. was before uh, social media yeah. that I know. We learned about real connection. I didn't get a yeah. cell phone until I was like 16 and it was a flip oh, phone. God, the flip phone. T9. It's fine. It was so... <laughs> T9. Do you know what T9 is, right? I don't. If you want C, it's like... You have to press two, one, two, three times. Oh, gosh. Times. It's called yeah, T9. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's called? Yeah, it's called T9. It's what you would use on a flip oh phone. Oh, my gosh. So, like, and writing a message. Takes took five like years. Yeah. <laughs> I think my now mom got a new it. phone. She says the old ones are called dinosaurs. I'm like, yeah. They like, are. Every, and she finally got an iPhone. I was like, welcome <laughs> to the real world, Mom. When my husband and I were dating seven years ago, he had a flip phone and I had a Blackberry. Oh man. So this is how our conversations went. It was like I would be like da 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 and then like 40 minutes later he would respond. That's how we used to text when we were dating and obsessed with each other. And I would sit there for 40 minutes. You're just waiting. That's waiting. You are have the anxiety for the people that you're dating to text you back anyway. Yes. But it's like worse than the dot dot dot. This is like you don't even know if they've seen it. This is just <laughs> silence. And they're just trying to <laughs> click T9 that and message. And he used to tell me That's what gave terrible. him so much anxiety is he was, one, a bad speller like me. <laughs> and his phone didn't have, like, the auto, the correcting no. thing. So he would have to, like, go look it up if he wanted to write it. But also, <laughs> he, and I watch him do this whenever he's conflicted about a text. He's one of those people who writes it, deletes it, writes it, oh. del- He's a rewriter. So he would tell me that he would be sitting there oh. crafting a text for me. Because we would have like these really deep conversations over text. So much. I would stay up till two in the morning waiting for text messages. <laughs> my good night text message. Because like, that seems like insanity a, now. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I texted you five minutes ago. Why aren't you responding? You or had my, to wait so yes. long. Yes. 
My favorite is when people voice text the wrong, oh yeah, embarrassing thing. That's I love best. that. That's wonderful. And that's my favorite. The mistakes. Yeah, yeah. they're hilarious now. <laughs> like I'm texting you from my car, about to drive over a cliff. Yeah, yeah. It's just such yeah. So it's a different time that we live in with it is. with communication. And it's not going away. And it's not going away. So, so how do we work with it? How do we be the best? Yeah authentic versions of ourselves mm-hmm. with all these new venues and knowing our value and feeling secure and not basing so much of our identity on social media stuff. Yeah. How do yeah. we not worry about Oof. what people are thinking about what we just posted or not Man. posted? How do we, how do we not do that? My thing the other day, and this is being really real. I love, that. I get really judgmental about people who put, blurry or uncrafted pictures i don't know why i'm like you could have used a filter that picture is really bad like and i have to tell myself like why are you doing that yeah and i think it's because i worry about other people doing that to me Mm. and it's like bullying it's like whenever somebody has bullied you about something you if you don't deal with that you turn it around and you do it to other people it's just a cycle thing and i've been really working on lately like stop judging people Mm -hmm. in your mind about what they write like that's just an extension of who they are and just like let it alone like just leave it don't judge if i see one more person though (laughs) over 50 post a post that says facebook has now released (laughs) a new policy where they can steal all your information but if you repost this post i love they will look at your Facebook and not steal your information. You're like, it's just the scams. I love those. Or like when people post things that you know are at least two years old (laughs) and then you don't check. I saw this person's post one time like, for 2020, what we're going to do is we're always going to check the dates now. Like before you post, check the dates because we'll post things like, somebody's missing. This (laughs) child is missing. And it's like two (laughs) years ago. And someone's like, that person was found. Yeah. You're posting old news. Uh, they're now 70. They're fine. I'm all about people posting for missing dogs, <laughs> missing children. Just check the dates, people. Check the dates. Check the dates. The person is probably found. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and you posting it is not going to change it. It's not. You're not going to communicate to Facebook. <laughs> no. That you're not participating. Because I new... don't share those. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not one of the sharers. So it just doesn't go anywhere. Like, I, I hope that you find them. Just check the dates. <laughs> Just check the dates. Check the dates, people. Check the dates. <laughs> check the dates. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, let's not be judgy. Okay. Yeah. Let's... Of ourselves or other people. Or other people. I'm going to work on that. <sighs> Me too. <laughs> You're oh, hard on you. I'm hard on us. I know. <laughs> I'm very that's, open that's about that. Because as I'm thinking, I'm going... Man, I need to stop judging myself. And you're going like, I need to stop judging judging other people. people. I'm just the worst (laughs) to other people. I'm like the worst in my head to other people. I'm working on it. That's the best thing. I'm a nicey in person, but I get a little mean in the brain. But I think we're all a little mean sometimes. So I'm just honest about it. (laughs) I love it. Oh, gosh. Well, this has been great. Well, (laughs) we do not get comments except for our three fans. Yeah. (laughs) Who comment. And... I'm just going to address this for a Can second. Can we just say it? Can just we just say, say it? We really thought we were going to get more we responses. We get more in, in person, person or private messages. messages. Yeah. People don't really respond to our stuff. And that, <laughs> like two likes on our videos. Yeah. What's that about? I don't know. You know, it's confusing to me. And I don't know. Sometimes I I get a little like, what could we do to change that? And then I think yeah. we just got to this point recently. We're like, no. oh, we don't give a fudge monkey. <laughs> You I wasn't do. sure where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give a fudge monkey if people do or don't. It's, you know, Excuse me. it is what it is. And, we're and just doing it because we feel like this is a good thing to do. Yeah. and But we really would like to hear from you. We would love <laughs> somebody what would trying to say. I would love if you did. Uh, because yeah. I Because we do this and when we don't get feedback, we're just like, what do you think's going on out yeah. there? We love these conversations yeah. ourselves. Oh, we do. Oh, God, I eat this stuff eat, up. Yeah. I love it. But, yeah. like, it's so, again, it's so hard with public content because the response is everything. And when yeah. it's, like, crickets, yeah, you just, it makes you it's think and wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and me, I'm always like I'm a strategy brand. Like, what could we do different? Yeah, what right, could right, we right, change? Right, right. Oh, we could do this. We could do this. We could do this. Plan. And Whitney's like, 
or we could just be us and yeah. have fun and enjoy it. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I do really like doing this. Yeah. And and the people who do come and talk to me in person, yeah. love you guys. Yeah. I get I hear them and I just think, wow. I'm so glad people are like they're getting something out of it. So the motive that we have is to connect and to be relatable. Mm-hmm. And we don't we're not going to stop just cuz people don't comment but we would like comment like feedback i like feedback yeah but like how can we um yeah because it's really about well because this is listening. a conversation yeah. starter so it's supposed right. to stir more conversation right. i think that's where i'm going with this i hear that yeah. it's like people listen to this maybe because podcasts are person you know people don't listen to podcasts in groups they listen like by themselves right. and everything they're responding to is probably in their head right but like i love the idea of it being a conversation starter i want people to yeah hear something connect with it and then respond respond either yeah. in their own life or but you would like for them to res- we would like for people if possible to respond to us to us in our in our content yeah and I then love we it. can not for our <laughs> self-worth but to know that we're what we're how we're impacting people's lives i don't think i can handle if someone's saying anything mean though not there yet <laughs> If so somebody said something, we're gonna say something. Not it can't be. It only has to be positive. So it was like this podcast sucks. What would you do? I would well, probably cry. Yeah. Oh, I, I would feel, cry. I feel sad. Yeah, I would be like, oh, yeah. they hate us. Oh, it could be one person, and I it would just one person. So again, this is the effect of social media. It's like I would love for good stuff, but I would hate if anyone was mean to do me. You remember the episode of The Office for Andy? <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's on YouTube. <laughs> And Nellie is writing all those comments secretly. And she's like, you're the worst. And he's like, no. And every time he gets a comment, he just feels it in his heart. And I just yes. think of that. like <laughs> Andy with YouTube moment of his banjo. That's right. If you're going to give us He was like, Andy sucks. sucks. What? <laughs> Andy's pretty cool. Did you see that? Someone thinks I'm pretty cool. <laughs> and you see the end of the episode, Nellie's like smirking. She's the one who did it. I guess the point of that is... Um, <laughs> Don't send nasty comments. Because <laughs> it'll really hurt our hearts. It would hurt my heart so much. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, we love you guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And uh, if possible, <laughs> ah, you could respond. And like and, and share. And like and share. Mostly share. Like, have yeah, the people the be most part important. of the conversation. Yeah, because we want more people to experience real talk. Yeah. We try to be the most real as we possibly well, can. This has changed my life. Yeah. yeah. I get real hangovers afterwards. Yeah, like, I'm probably going to be thinking about this episode <laughs> and all the things I said and all the nasty coughing I'm doing. So. Oh, you hardly cough. Okay, good. You cough more it before do we sound like I have emphysema. It's, it sounds like I have emphysema. It sounds like my neighbor downstairs who's been like smoking a pack a day for like 50 years. She's like, Whitney finally started smoking. I'm so happy for her. I have a fellow emphysema friend. Crap. <laughs> All that smoke comes in. Oh, man. That's the worst. (sighs) Okay. Well, you guys have a great week, and um, we will catch up with you next time. Next time on 30 Wordy and Friendship.